you made it to level two, deeper questions leading to deeper answers. I'm Tomas Garza, and I'm here to help you decide to transform. I'll be setting the pace for the process to support your unfolding. Learn and commit to a practice that brings simplicity and an awareness of what is ready to be released. Join me now and allow the experience of a deeper sense of love. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Decide to Transform. I'm your host, Tomas Garza, and we've got a very high-energy guest for you today. This is going to be a lot of fun. Help me welcome, please, Ben Osterveld. Ben is joining us from Vancouver, British Columbia. And Ben is an executive business and mindset coach with a very, very strong focus on what he calls the inner game, which is exactly what we're going to be talking about here on the show today. Now, Ben did not have an easy start despite being very successful in the business world. He lived on the streets from the age of 14 and survived failed suicide attempt at 15, later spent an entire year in rehab. Now he coaches entrepreneurs and national companies. He is an international entrepreneur, highly successful, and his real passion is helping people break through of old patterns. The inner game is everything to him, and he is on a mission to find his tribe one extraordinary individual at a time. So the inner game is everything. All right, Ben, welcome to the show. Thanks, Tomas. Great to be here. Uh, it's been great. Our little pre-chats have just been fantastic. Sounds like we may be friends after this. So oh, absolutely. Excited, excited to be on your show. Love what you're doing. Well, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to have you. And it's really intriguing to me because I don't always get really, really high energy people that have been wildly successful in business at you have yet still connected to your source to spiritual energy. And it's a beautiful combination to see. So when you say the inner game is everything, how would you sum that up? Yeah. Oh, um, inner game would be the relationship with yourself. Okay. I think, and which is, which I find is the filter to how we see life. The inner game is that relationship with yourself, which is in tune, obviously relationship with your source as well. We don't have to get into all of the ways to call it that, but the thing is, I think the, the, the conversations you have inside you, the, the, the adopted beliefs that we live by that aren't even ours, the paths that we get on and we start chasing someone else's goals. We, we, the inner game is, is when you show up at a meeting or in a relationship and you bring uh, an energy that's not authentically yours. Uh, Self-sabotage is a result of, of not taking the inner game. So it's, off, it, it's overplayed, but authenticity uh, of who you really are, are you really showing up with who you are? And I think we're all out of alignment because of our childhood, because of our situations, 10 generations back, that's just how we did things. And I think it's a spiritual journey, an emotional journey, and a very practical journey to get back to the place where we can just, I can just be Ben. And I think the from within is the doorway to look into. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, it, it really is. And, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned 10 generations back and, and generations and inherited conditioning, because yeah. people will look at someone like yourself that's been highly successful in business and, and appears to really, really have everything together, right? Yet it was not an easy road for you. So take us back to when, when you were a teenager and what was going on in your sure. life so the thing is first of all i don't have it together that's a bunch of bunch of image building ah. and i still fight with my wife sometimes still yell oh, at the yeah. kids sometimes uh -oh, you yeah. know you, you eat yeah. that second or third piece of cake sometimes you wake up beating yourself up feeling like a big pile of dog poo and mm -hmm. then you get back on the horse and you remember who you are and you remember right. that we're not we're not our performance. We remember that yeah. that's not who we are. Um, and and so I'm just a dude trying to work shit out too. Am I allowed to say that, Thomas? Absolutely. <laughs> we can say. You know what? It's so cool. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. We're allowed to say things like shit. Yeah. Because we all got shit to work yeah. out. I think it's how people oh, yeah. actually talk, except when they're trying to be professional. I think I just want to be aligned to myself. <laughs> In, yeah. And I don't mean to offend anyone, but anyways, back to the backstory, you know, uh, thinking about the context of your show, that people that mm -hmm. watch your show would be recognizing a, a, a spiritual path. Okay. So that's not, mm -hmm. if I'm sitting on a show talking about marketing, it's probably not the position I'm going to take, but I get to take that position here because people understand that the, that they're on their own spiritual quest. You bet. I, I, I grew up in a very, very strict Protestant Christian environment which was definitely not a healthy environment, I think. So I, I, got, I got introduced to uh, religion in a very young, young age and, and, and more fanatical. So it was very fear-based where the devil is gonna be involved. You know, the devil, don't, don't let the devil get yeah. you. And, and, uh, and, and my, my, my father was um, generationally was broken in so many ways and he was 20 years old. He should definitely have not been raising me. I won't go into the details of that because I've reconciled that relationship and I've, gotcha. I've actually become friends with him before I would have told you a lot more things, mm -hmm. but, but that affected me. So at 12 years old, I just realized, I think I felt, I, I felt a, uh, almost old for my age. And I felt that I, if I was to stay in this home environment, I would become like them. And later on in life, I would say I was born into a family that wasn't my tribe. And I think we, 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 we put families on a pedestal when we shouldn't. I think that as a father, I'm going to ADD for a second, but as a father, I still need to earn the relationship. I think as a, I, I think as a husband, I still need to earn that. I'll never, I'll never say you're my, I'm your dad. Now listen, that's, that's, I, I that's not how I believe. So I, I, I ran away from home, uh, desperately wanted someone to like me. I, I just felt not loved. And I started getting into drugs. I found some people that, that would like me and it was drug addicts. And it was the, the, the other hurting people. And I got real good at it. I found a way to, to get good at that, which was I partied harder and I, I did drugs and crime and all kinds of stuff and mm -hmm. uh, stealing and bagging on the streets. And, and uh, yeah, no, I, that was my, that was my journey and broken and ended up, ended up one night, you know, looking at uh, my life and just, there's no point. And I just, you know, took a bunch of pills and wanted to die and they, they found me and I, 
drank a bunch of charcoal and they put that in my stomach to whatever they do. And I didn't die. Thank, thank, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I ended up still following this crazy path of, of, of rage and anger and, and uh, performance though, like just trying to like when, when you grow up in a household that says you're good when you perform, but when you're not good, you're, you're not loved. It kind of comes across a bit like that. So long story short, ended up in, mm-hmm. in a place, uh, 365 days into a rehab. It was a ranch, privately run drug rehab center. And then I, uh, I almost started my life at 19, almost felt okay. like I started my life at 19. Mm-hmm. And, and so, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know how I, it's definitely shaping me. And I feel like the, the reality is this is I know pain. So one thing I know is pain. Mm. And, and so now that I've, I don't wrestle with those things and I feel I've broken free of almost everything from the past in so many ways, I feel like I can carry people's pain. I feel like I can like just throw her on. I got it. Like if I got you, man. So I coach people for a living. I, I help them break free and, and business owners, lots of real estate agents, all of these people, they, they're ambitious and they want to win at business. They want to make lots of money. But the one thing that's in their way is themselves. Yeah. And, and they're mostly misaligned to what they really want. So, so I help people on the inner game. And uh, a lot of times the motivation is business, which is, hey, if that's what it takes for you to look within, great. You want to yeah. make some money? Awesome. Mm-hmm. You're in your own way. And so I think we, <laughs> it's okay to have different motivations. Sometimes it's your kids. Sometimes it's something. But you have to want something bigger than the problem that's holding you back. Right. And, and so if yeah. I can use business that way, if I can use sales, you need sales. Okay, great. The reason why you're not connecting with people is your inner game. What do you mean? So I've been on a mission to connect the inner game to business uh, uh, big time. And it's the, the results have just been absolutely outstanding. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And, and the inner game is, is, I mean, like you said, it's so important. So you know, let's say I'm a prospective client of yours sure. and and you're telling me I'm in my own way. <laughs> yeah. What what do you mean? Okay. Well, I'm in my own way, my inner game. What do you mean? Well, here's the thing. I'd say, what do you want? Mm-hmm. What do you want? And then so let's just use let's use a real estate agent for an example. Sounds okay? good. It's yeah. definitely not a yeah. first place you're going to find spiritual focus. But you a real estate agent goes, hey Ben, uh, can you help me with my business? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. What do you want is my first question. He goes, I want to do 50 sales a year. Okay, perfect. Yep, totally can help you with that. We can actually get more than that. But one question, you obviously know what you want and it costs you 50 sales is how much money it costs you to get this life that you want, right? And then, and they just sit there dumbfounded. Like, like why do you want 50 sales? What are you going to spend the money on? Mm-hmm. And it's right. just the one step and they usually go, uh, and, and I'm like, okay, cool. And that's when they say, okay, we need to work with you. Because I'm like, first of all, you need to set your compass. What the hell do you want? Mm-hmm, like, right. so, yeah. so the problem is when someone wants to become successful, the question is, what do you want? And that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing. So if you were saying, hey, Ben, can you help me? I need to figure out what you want. And then usually what you want is someone else's dream. So I got to challenge that, break that down to find out what you want. As children, we're never asked that. It drives me, it drives me passionate. Because you wake up and yeah. as a kid and you're like, you know what? You need to be kind. You need to be loving. You need to do this. When you're at school, you got to act this way. When you're with adults, you got to respect your elders. You got to, And it is an onslaught of good people, mostly, trying to teach you how to be an adult, which is fine. But where's the question? What do you want? Yeah. As a child. Yes, as a child. Mm-hmm. We are trained to follow people. We're right. trained and it's, and you lose your identity. Mm-hmm. And so when I show up and say, what do you want? I stump nine out of 10 people 
or I have to tear down. Like, that's not what you want. Why do you like, I mean, I know a guy that wants to do 500,000 a month. Okay. The hell do you need $500,000 a month for? So I'm thinking, what's your plan with that money? No one ever asks that because in this world we put on, we put big goals on pedestals. We look at, right. we look at, you know what I mean? You look at, look yes. at uh, who's, yeah. it's just like, oh yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go to Mars. Guess what? You're on, uh, you're on CNN. I'm going to go to Mars. I'm going to change the world. You're on every podcast, my big goals. And we, I, it's the American dream is it's okay. It's okay to have that, but you have to have a reason. Is right. there a purpose behind it? And if we haven't looked into inner game, a lot of times it's just because we won't be loved or we're resentful. Like this is the self-sabotaging stuff. If we don't look within, it's hard to navigate success for a very long time. You might reach it, but there might be a cost that you weren't realizing coming. Yes. And how would you help uh, the hypothetical real estate client to, uh, to go with that example and continue with that? How would you help them to discover that purpose, which is you're absolutely correctly saying we don't get as kids? Yeah. 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 You know what? I would, I would, it's really odd. I'm running my real estate reboot camp and, and I run that. And literally tomorrow I'll be teaching a session with 40 agents. And it talks about setting your compass. And okay. one of the assignments I do is really interesting. I say, okay, how much money do you want to make? And I say, and they usually say about 300,000 or something. Okay. And then I say, the next question is describe exactly the life that you want once you've got there. And know what it always is? I want to wake up and have tea and sit on my deck, want to go to the gym. I want to do a bit of traveling. And when I say, then I say, how much money does that life cost? And they realize, oh, I don't need 300,000. I was just about to spend 200, two, two years or 10 years trying to chase this money. Mm-hmm. But here's what's happening. And this is something that will, this is what's happening. We, we think we, this financial goal will solve the problem, which we think the problem is that we can't afford it or we need more time or whatever. That's not the problem. They're trying to get a sense, which is emotions, of security. A yes. sense. But yeah. I can promise you that you can't solve the emotional gap, the emotional hole with a, with a practical financial goal. Mm-hmm. You need to have an emotional solution to an emotional problem we can't by by getting 10 million dollars it's not going to fill the security gap right it's not going to make you feel safe it's not going to stop you from worrying i just don't want to worry about finances oh so are you looking at solving worry or are you looking at solving finances i just don't want to worry so when they want the life they dream of is an emotionally intelligent peace of mind they want peace of mind and they think more money. I've been studying lottery winners and there's some lottery winners that re- just wish they never, ever, ever got the money. Yeah. There's so there's yeah. too much evidence out there that says that the money is not the answer. How many people get the money and they don't have the answer, but it's hard to tell someone that who can't afford Nike shoes and they go to Walmart. It's hard to tell someone that when they, when we have social media showcasing Lamborghinis that are freaking rented and our generation looks at that and going, and it's insane. I got five kids, man. And I see it and I'm like, that's not real, mm-hmm. but it, it, it moves people. It does. And they don't, I don't think people want to know if it's real. They want the dream. Yes. I don't understand, but, but we have to. So how do we help someone is we help them get clear first on getting what they want. Now, the next thing is 
is this. Not many people have helped by a very impractical solution. So for example, I know a real estate agent, his name's Norm Fisher. He's in Saskatchewan, Alberta, runs a, run, you know, 100, 200 sales a year, has a team. Do you know what his first homework was when we were doing Setting Your Compass? He secretly wanted to sing it, secretly. Oh, yeah. And so I said, what's your fuel? So I try to touch a business person about fuel because they get that. Okay. Because they know if I can't, I'm going to reach my goals, I got to have energy. So I go after, I said, what's filling your fuel? Because most of them are giving. Moms are filled with guilt. They're giving and giving and giving and giving. You know, you're chasing your clients on service. You're, you're going home. You're trying to make everyone happy. And you're usually empty. And I'm like, what are you doing to fuel you? And I said, you need to sing. So anyways, he took singing lessons. And now he sings and he's got fuel. And it's, it, it's so crazy because even hearing me tell you guys this on this podcast, it just feels like, they're not going to get it because I feel like, oh, what? He just goes and sings. Yeah. I know another guy that dreamed of driving a Harley, Harley Davidson. The no. problem is we withhold our own energy. We withhold from ourselves. So yes. I, I encourage people mm -hmm. to do something that fires up their soul so you can have fuel to go do the work that you want to do because you need energy to get to the end. Mm -hmm. There's, I got tons of stories with people that started singing, that painted or took off finally took the holiday they like uh, Corey McEwen's another guy I've worked with and he he fishes all summers now he goes on holidays and before that he never would do it never ever 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 would do it so my theory is this Tomas and is that if we don't learn how to live today even if it's one or two percent of the dream life that you want when you get to the dream life you will not know how to live start now, like this is so, so this is a lot of the stuff that I try to figure out with people, like what makes you happy? Are you doing those things? And it's all unpractical because it all ties to the emotional side. So it's very, but, but the, but the results are undeniable. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and you're, you're right. This is something that a lot of people don't even think about. No, they don't think about no. the emotional component no. at all. And yeah, the world is full of people that well rent the Lamborghini and when they look yeah. pretty good on, on Instagram. And it works. It works. <laughs> you get a bunch of guys following you because yeah. the society wants to, they just feel like they're not enough, Tomas. Mm -hmm. And when you have a psyche that you're not enough, you'll always look at other people that seem to have it. It's just, yes. not, you'll never, you, and it's a comparison game that just takes so many people yeah. out, slows mm -hmm. them down. They'll never reach their goals. Comparison game. You got to be willing to stand alone and take a hit from the closest people you love. If you're going to reach those goals, you it's, you got to stand on your own truth, mm -hmm. Who you know, get what you want, not what someone else wants. Yes, you do. And, and really, it's a scarcity mentality that's pervasive. And we all get this conditioned into us as kids. So Ben, what has for sure. worked for you to get to a place where you now are certain that you are yeah. enough? Because it wasn't yeah. always an easy journey. Yeah, for I got you. shadows every day. You know, they show up when I'm not enough. I still compare yeah, myself, yeah, but yeah. they don't have the wheel anymore. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they don't have they don't like so what i do thomas is a little bit weird i will create situations to embarrass myself oh okay oh yeah i will put myself in a situation where i'm a little over my head or i'll put put myself i'll take on i'll say yes when i really am not shouldn't say yes i'll mm -hmm. I'll, I'll 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 do things where i get really used to being judged okay so because i normalize it and so because you'll, if you want to live your life where you're scared of someone's opinion, which is air, 
it gets completely manufactured in your head. So you're a you're a dummy. Like we don't like if you really if I like at the end of the day, Thomas, I want you to like me. I want you to be a a fan of mine. I want you to be like <laughs> best interview ever. And I yeah, but you know right what? On. I still have that, but I know I'm not connected to that anymore. I'm oh, just good. not, I'm just not connected to it. And at the end of the day, Tomas, if you say I'm amazing, I'd love that. If you say that that was the shittiest interview I've ever had, <laughs> and we're not going to air it. I dead serious. I'm still good. Oh, and yeah. I think that's my superpower mm. and it's a shadow. So let me, let me share something. If I, if I would on how to get mm -hmm. to that place. Yeah. Yeah. So we demonize negative emotions, mm -hmm. demonize. Yes. It's the devil. Stay mm -hmm. away. Oh, he's mad. I feel sad. Do you know some of the greatest problems hands down is people avoiding emotions mm -hmm. because if yes. I'm avoiding sadness, what person out, what person would I be? But we're okay with avoiding sadness, fear, anger, but we're, but wouldn't it be weird if we all avoid, I'm, I'm avoiding happiness. You'd think I'm nuts. I'm avoiding laughter, Tomas. No, nope, well. I'm not laughing. If it shows up, get away from me. Laughter. So I do a, yes. I do a, I do a whole lesson on uh, reconciling the relationship with fear. And okay. so I'll give it, I'll give it in two seconds here, a couple of minutes. Is sure. so when we, when we grew up, we were, we were taught, um, we were, we, 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 sorry, when we look at fear, I, I always say some of the homework and the work I do with the coaching clients, I'll ask them a question and it says, if fear was a person, what would you say to that person? Can I tell you what 80% I've done this hundreds of times. 80% said, fuck you. <laughs> so so well, here's you the issue. But what if everyone's, see, we're like, yeah, right? So I'll sit there and read all of their things. Like I'll do 10 or 50 at a time. I'll like read them all. F you or whatever, right? Most people are so, the, fighting fear has been the worst thing that's have ever, that taught of let's fight fear has been the worst thing for people's emotional health. There's nothing worse, I don't think, because here's the problem. Mm -hmm. Fear is you. So is happiness. So is sadness. Yeah. So yeah. it's facilitating self-hatred. It's facilitating a massive issue of this relationship with yourself. So when you say F you, you're looking yourself in the mirror and saying F you, and then you're going to go have people love you and you want to be respected. You want to be attractive and desired and opportunities come your way when you're behind the scenes saying F you to yourself. Well, that's the energy you're bringing to the table. Right. So what we do is we start looking at it and going, how can we value fear? And then I say to them, I'm like, okay, what has fear done for you? Do you know it serves you and you're beating up? So imagine, imagine a gardener out there cutting your trees and you beat him up every day. He comes back and he serves you again. And then you beat him up again. And then you serves you again. This is fear. Poor guy. Fear has been getting his ass kicked. And the thing is, fear just says this. Hey, watch out for that ice on the ground there. You're going to slip. When you're driving your car and, a, and, and, and something runs by, a rodent runs by, or a deer or whatever runs by, your fear goes, oh, fear goes, heads up. Heads up, stop the car, slam your brakes on. Now, stop, you're going to get hurt. And then you say, F you, fear, F you. See the problem? So we have to understand that fear is amazing partner. But the thing is, you got to know what, that he's just giving you advice from historical data. 
fear right. takes history and says, last time a man was with you, he controlled you, watch out. Then you got to say, thank you so much, fear. Thank you for being my advisor. But my heart's telling me something different this time. Then you go back into a relationship with a loving man. And then he goes, yeah. And then fear later goes, oh, not all men will control you. But there's that step of faith that says, I'm going to let my heart follow. I'm going to do what I want. My emotion is an advisor. It's just an advisor. Yeah. So we have to look at that. So this is some of the biggest, deepest work practicalized. Because if you want to be free, and if I said, oh, you hate yourself, most people say, no, do you hate fear? <laughs> yes, you hate yourself. How fun being in relationship with someone that hates themselves. Welcome to 99% of society. Yeah. That's why relationships are messed up. Mm -hmm. That's why marriages are breaking up. Business partners don't work. We change when we shouldn't be changing. We self-sabotage along the way. And I think, honestly, it's that emotional relationship we have, like these beautiful relationships with our emotions. We're demonizing them. That's who we are. Yeah, it is. And I just think of the t-shirt that is so popular, kick fear in the face. Oh, yeah. Remember No Fear too? <laughs> yes. That was actually back in like going back a little bit. Mm -hmm. No Fear was a brand. Oh, yeah. No Fear. Yeah. No Fear. I'm like, that would be stupid. Let's imagine your life without right. fear. Mm -hmm. you know, kick him in the face. You have to understand right. you're, he's your friend. Yes. I like my teeth just the way yeah. they are. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, this is so, uh, and, you know, clearly it's such a, a deep and pervasive thing that people don't think about. And, uh, you know, you are, if, if fear is a part of you, so also is love and why demonize yourself? Now, what kind of, do you get a lot of resistance when you're working with people to this very idea that uh, you, you wouldn't go kick yourself yeah. in the face? You know what? I only work with people that are willing to go there, to be honest. Oh, right on. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm done chasing people that would go. Right I, I used to have my identity wrapped up in how I could help people. Mm -hmm. And so what I would do yeah. is, because yeah. I know I can help anybody. Yeah. I really can. Um, but I'm pretty hard when it comes to filtering it out. Oh, good. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I really am. I'm like, look, um, if you want some help, I'm there for you. And I understand. Be have permission to be a victim. You have permission to be who you are today. And I'll meet you on your terms. But, but there's people that they want it from you, but they're not willing to do the work. I say this, I can say it nicely. You're not ready. Mm, yeah. uh, you, you, and, and when the pain becomes enough, you'll come back or you won't. I don't care. I don't have my identity tied to that. Uh, Tomas, I've already won the game. I, I, I left rehab at, at 18, 19 years old. And mm -hmm. I've just dreamed of having a wife that loves me and my kids to run to the door. And uh, that was all I wanted when it was broken down to the very bottom like nothing. And then I found I was great at business and sales and I became very ambitious and, and almost lost that. And the day I remember my wife saying, Ben, I can't keep following you around. I want to leave you. It was mm. the day I stopped chasing. And I realized uh -huh. at that point I had already won the game and I was playing the game as if it was overtime every single day. And I had already won the championship. And so I would run, I would, mm -hmm. I would push harder and harder because the only way, if you're in overtime, man, you leave it on the field, you leave it on the field. You, you, you put everything out. Even if you got a broken leg, if you're in sports, you right. push in overtime, oh, yeah. no matter what the price is, nothing is too high to win this game. That's what I was doing. And my wife was being missed. My kids were being missed. So I come back to, do I, how, how do I, do, do I get resistance? Yes. And then I don't work with them. 
Okay. And because the, the results have just been almost 100% with the people that want it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's a uh, very totally. powerful. So, and I come at mm-hmm. it where I've already won the game, Tomas. I've won mm-hmm. it. So yeah. I don't need another coaching client. Beautiful. I, I, you uh, know what I mean? Like I, I love, don't need I it. I, I do it because I just want to. And I, to be yeah. honest, I have a wild obsession, burning fire. I can't sleep at night. All I ever do is think about helping people breaking free and letting them show them how to build a life they love and join my tribe, like one at a time. And, and that's just, I have to, but I've, I approach it that I've already won. And, and when you win, you realize you have it all when you have, you, even if you have nothing, you still have it all. So I don't chase anymore. Yeah. And a ver- I'm really glad you mentioned that because it's a very fundamental distinction between feeling and knowing that you have it all versus the lack and scarcity mentality that we're totally. all raised with. Totally. Now, it, it's, it just becomes a shadow. The, yeah. the, 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 I, got, I, the, I got news for people. Mm. Shit's not going anywhere. Ah, Yes. It's not going anywhere. You will always be insecure. <laughs> you will never, ever feel fully confident. I have really big news for you. If you got beaten up as a child, you will always have issues. The thing is, though, how are you going to live? If you think you're going to fix yourself, that's the biggest problem right there. You can make it go quiet, but it'll always be a shadow. I think you need to have a relationship with all versions of yourself. <laughs> and I'm definitely not, I'm nowhere near I'm 1% angry. But guess yeah. what? You put me under enough pressure. Guess what shows up? And so I realized I've become very, very self-accepting that we're not here to get better. We're here to be ourselves. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, because we're not broken deep That's down. Right. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. We just gotta, we just gotta be us. It just be mm-hmm. you. Like, I, like Anita Marjani, I don't know. Do you know Anita Marjani? She wrote a book called Dying to Be Me. Yes beautiful book Wayne Dyer put her on the map and it changed it just is such a simple thing she died of cancer on the on the table like no one comes back her whole body was filled with cancer she had an out-of-body experience I think it was her grandpa or her dad or something she runs into this heavenly place and she goes I want to stay here and they say your mission's not done and she goes well what's the mission and she says (laughs) she says the guy goes oh you don't gotta worry about that just go be you fearlessly and the mission takes care of itself. And I was like, yes, yeah. I have one job to be me. I don't got to worry about anything else. I'm going to be me. That's yeah. the journey. I committed my life to that work. So that's the, that's, that's the form of spiritual journey that I'm on is just to oh, be yeah. me. Yeah, well, and then that, that's actually the ultimate spiritual journey because who else are we going to be? <laughs> yeah. Well, so we, we, yeah, the, uh, the so other true. things that we try to be in life don't really work out for us <laughs> yeah you you'll you'll run into uh resistance and friction mm-hmm. it's harder than it needs to be and yeah. relationships will be half full exactly right and ben you just mentioned a moment ago the the work that you've done personally in your own marriage and this is one of the topics that you frequently address how long yeah. ago was it when you made that shift uh eight years maybe somewhere between six and eight years ago I remember the day completely oh yeah, yeah I, and okay. and to be honest with you I'm a strong dude mm-hmm. oh, yeah. wildly uh, just driven beforehand and uh yeah. my wife was someone that had to I wasn't listening mm-hmm. I wasn't listening I didn't hear her heart and, she, and like until she she wouldn't have wanted to threaten me she never used that as manipulation she just sat down and says I can't do this and that's when that happened. Yeah. And that, and for me, unfortunately, that's what it took. That's what it took to stop me. 
An ambitious entrepreneurial guy sees every single wall and you go through them or you hit them. And like, you just don't, it's just, as an entrepreneur, you, you always are, it's, you're always building and there's like, it's, it's not like, let's sit down. It's like usually pretty driven, especially being younger. And, and so Renee loved me so much that she, she kicked my butt and we have an amazing relationship today. I just honestly, 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 just the most incredible relationship. I'm heading out on a retreat here to, uh, in two days, I've got an off-grid retreat. It's my from within retreats. Okay. And yeah. uh, this particular one is only for my inner tribe of the business from within mastermind, but I'm running these from within treats and we go away for three and a half days and I facilitate helping you figure out who you are and what you want. It's some of the most powerful work I've ever done. I just love it. And my wife, I'm leaving now for a week and she's just saying, I miss you so much. And, mm. and, and she's just so supportive of my journey and, and just the most incredible, but she'll still kick my ass. So oh, yeah. Renee, yeah. Renee and I have a rule that first rule is if you're not nice, I don't need to listen to you. Mm -hmm. It's a very simple rule. It's like, if I want to come mad or upset, and if you're not nice, I, you can just say bugger off. And same thing with my wife. If you're not going to treat me nice, I'm not talking to you. We have a rule. And the other rule is that we're okay to be challenged. Okay. Call, yeah, so we, yeah, we want yeah. to have our shit called out, but the difference mm -hmm. is we don't manipulate each other. And if that crosses the line, you're not being nice. So bugger off. Screw you. <laughs> I'm not going to listen to you. The, the last thing on the relationship thing is, is I'm willing to let her go. I'm okay to be alone. Mm -hmm. And so she can leave anytime she wants. Yeah. And I'm not holding on to her anymore. And that was a problem I had. I held on to her because she fixed an emotional gap. Oh, yes. because she told yep. me she loved me and I realized that once I figured that I needed to love myself and I hate that word because it's like oh love yourself it's it's not just that it, I really learned to love myself and I didn't need her anymore didn't need her <laughs> exactly. I just wanted her and so we've yeah. evolved our relationship yes. that way mm -hmm. yeah and, and that's I think a, a lot of things that people in relationships need to realize, but so many don't. And, and like you mentioned, it takes yeah. either a threat or an accident or an illness yeah. or some catastrophic Something. event. Yeah. Yeah. Which mm -hmm. is the gift. It, and it is, it is the gift. Really, it's, it's hard to say that if someone gets ill, but there's, yeah. it's just how I see it. I just see mm -hmm. it. I think there's a gift in it. Right. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. I think that it really is. Now, do you frequently go on retreats? Because you're yeah. getting ready to go on one right now. Where do you go? Well, a lot of times I keep it kind of secret. But oh, I, okay. I, well, I, that's I, all right. We can make I, it I, up here. I, I, <laughs> I, Northern, Northern Ontario in Canada. Oh, yeah. I've got this place I've got, and it's off the grid. There's one connection to Wi-Fi at one of the buildings. And okay. we can get, and so this is going to be one about slowing down and reconnecting. There's other ones I do. I just did another one, took everyone sturgeon fishing in Vancouver. And then oh, I took right. them to a copper mine. I rented out the entire mine where you sit there and we did inner child work inside this crazy rock was all over the wall and you hear the dripping of the water. And so the environments matter rent mansions. I've stayed in mansions in Vegas, huge compounds where I have 10 or 15 people where we where we together and it's three and a half days, completely leaving your family. So the, the, the part of it is to leave on a retreat. The leaving is the first step in the process because guess why? Yeah. Everyone has to take care of your shit. Mm -hmm. And most people have, don't have enough self value to get help. They have too much insecurity to actually receive help. And then they're also devaluing themselves by not going. Because what happens when you leave, guess what my wife's doing right now? 
I value Ben at home. I value Ben being here. Oh my goodness, he 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 feels my emotions. He he loves me, cuddles me at night. I'm gone, yeah. so my value goes up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like and and so this is <laughs> one of the hardest things people do is you can't go on a retreat. Yeah, without your kids. Oh my goodness, I don't go anywhere without my kids. Yeah, oh. yeah that's right. You're probably <laughs> low value. They probably will disrespect you eventually mm -hmm. because you're not putting yourself first. No, I want my kids to be first. Well, then you need to. So the retreats to get there is massive. And then when you're there, we, uh, it's, I created an environment that's over, I've done this now for years. The environment is so safe and it okay. takes away yeah. the whole world away from you. And what's left is you. Mm -hmm. It's, it's the environment and my work we do is just so real. And it's obviously certain, like, like I just had a father and son come on this trip. I had husbands and wives. I've had real estate agents, business owners. It's the one area of my work that's not business. Mm -hmm. It's straight human development, personal growth, spiritual quests. But yeah. we, I believe, I believe we need to raise our energy and we don't have fun to us. And so when I take them sturgeon fishing and they've got yeah. a seven footer literally on the line, their mm -hmm. legs are up against on the fishing and they're freaking out. We're all screaming. They get this massive fish. And then the next night we're sitting there drawing a picture of what we missed as a child. Ah, yeah. So what, what we do is we combine the lifting the energy and then we go into the work a lot of times like say you go into a therapy session and you've had a bad day you're coming off a deal you're driving you're screaming at someone in the car or you're stressed out and then you sit and do therapy it's all wrong so what we what we do is we want to lift the energy because when you lift the energy they find themselves and can i tell mm -hmm. you this if i have resentment with you i mean you have resentment before we deal with the resentment let's go uh let's go for a golfing trip yeah Let's go do something that changes the energy. Then dealing with the issues, it's almost like we've marinated a hard clay ball and, and it's hard to maneuver. But once you've kind of marinated, you change your energy, then what happens is we can actually have breakthrough within a day. When some people that I've worked with said, Ben, I've been going to get help for psychologists for 15 years. And he says, within yeah. a day, you've helped me farther than we've ever, ever experienced. And I am not saying I'm a psychologist, but I'm saying the results are pretty freaking crazy. Mm -hmm. real. The retreats have just have to be the, the center of that. So the people that are listening in your world, that's where uh, they should connect with me it. in my world. Cause that's where three and a half days, let's get, let's find out who you are, what you want. And mm -hmm. all I ask for on these retreats is one degree. I don't ask for anything else because if you think of a cruise ship, you change the degree by one degree within a little bit of time, you are directly in a different course. So we're not looking for a massive 90 degree hallelujah moment. All I want is one degree change on these retreats. They usually get a lot more than that, but that's oh, how yeah. I always start oh, yeah. to say, we're looking for one degree that'll last forever. We don't need flash in the pan anymore. We don't need a friggin' inspirational speaker to make me feel great for two effing days. And then I'm back at my shit. I want real change. Mm -hmm. And so that's, Sorry, I'm getting kind of sarcastic, but that's, oh, wow. I get, I get tired of the industries. <laughs> I get tired of yeah. them. They're not yeah. helping people. They say they're helping people, yeah. but they're not. And that's what kills me. Well, and you know, I think a lot of people are, are tired of that. I think so. They, they really are. So Ben, if people are interested, and I know that they are, they're out there thinking, yeah. okay, well, this is a different approach that really hits home with me. How can people get a hold of you if they want to find out more yeah. about your retreats or working with you as, For as, sure. as a coach? I think uh, Instagram is a great place. Just go Ben Osterveld. Uh, I'm okay. sure you'll tag that somewhere. You can figure out Ben Osterveld. That's yeah. O-O-S-T. Starts with two O's and it sounds like Oosterveld. So Ben Oosterveld is 
Instagram, Facebook, I'm big on those. Facebook, you only get 5,000 friends. So good luck, you know, worth a shot. I might, might, I, you know, I lose a few here and there. Mm-hmm. The other way is benosterville.com. Okay. Um, honestly, I've got, I've got a podcast called From Within, From Within the Podcast. If you're a real estate agent and you like what I have to say, you are going to be in for an amazing ride because we've got an amazing program called the Real Estate Reboot Camp. Very practical mixed with very emotional development stuff. But honestly, the, uh, the best way is benoshaville.com or my, or my uh, reach out to me and become Instagram friends. Uh, and that's probably the best way to, I'm, I'm, I'm posting stuff. I'm super real. I don't follow some hack the algorithm bullshit. I I'm just being myself and I'm just trying to find my tribe. So if I'm, if you're listening to this and, and you're like, this is my guy, I want to know you yeah. simple as that. I want to know you. I love it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, well, uh, no bullshit. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. We're tired of it though. Like we're, oh, yeah. we're so tired. That's mm-hmm. like, we're just so tired of fake. Yes. It's, you know what it is? It's exhausting. It. Yeah. It's exhausting. Pressure is still real though, man. Pressure is real. Mm-hmm. Fake is popular. It, it is popular. Well, I mean, IG is full of rented Lamborghinis <laughs> and they're yeah. really cool pictures. And I always think when I see that, well, yeah, they probably did rent that it's hard it to looks, know right yeah and it looks like fun to drive oh yeah <laughs> man like it, it's easy to get sucked in you don't yes. i just the one thing is i don't that's why i try to i'm just a dude sure i've done <laughs> yeah. maybe some things some other people did but i'm really just a guy just a, i really am i got like if i'm here to if you put me on a pedestal I, i'm not gonna want to be around you I'm, i don't want to be on a pedestal you put me up on a pedestal that's where you fall Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't want that shit. Just, but I definitely want to know you, and I definitely want to help. Mm-hmm. Just to get, yeah, yeah, most definitely, yeah, and uh, yeah, that's ultimately what we what we all are is is we're just a guy, we're just a woman, we're just who we are. And uh, again, guys, if you're looking to get a hold of Ben, it's Ben Osterveld, O O S T E R V E L D, benosterveld.com. And it can be found yeah. on Instagram, well, and Facebook. And you're right about yeah. the 5,000 yeah, yeah. person. You still message there. me if I find you. Yeah. yeah. I'm on LinkedIn and I'm on, I got a little bit of this here and there. Mm-hmm. But, but right. for, your, for your folks, it'd be literally the, uh, the retreats would probably be pretty amazing beautiful all right yes well and they do sound amazing and like a lot of fun so ben as we wrap up here what would you like to leave the listeners with here today you know what um i think just be willing to stand alone Hmm. i believe in community at the most deepest level you can ever imagine i'm building one person at a time but i'm not talking about numbers i'm talking about community Uh, i'm on a mission for the rest of my life to build a tribe that's willing to stand alone see we we always look for our parents uh our parents approval we're trying to be perfect all of so much of what we deal with is if you are confident enough to stand alone to be made fun of to not care what people think or even if you do you still move forward i truly believe you would see the biggest breakthrough of your life most people are stuck trying to be something they're trying to architect but maybe being yourself you don't want to show because there's some ugly sides of you. I'm asking you to be you. Mm-hmm. I'm really am. I'm not saying to be the nice person. I'm saying be you. And then the next step is accept that, accept who you are. See, if you want to say love who you are, it's too abstract. You know, screwed up the word love is. I think self-acceptance, and I'm not saying this is who I am, deal with it. I'm saying, yeah, I've got some anger. Yeah, I'm still hurt from that. Yeah, and but but I'm not going to let that define me, but I recognize it's there. 
instead of avoiding. So stand alone, get so bloody real with who you are and feel the dark side of who you are. Not just a light. You are not just a happy person. You are sad as well. And I want you to feel both sides. And by avoiding the emotion, you're going to have problems in your life that will chase you forever. Yeah. Yes. And it, yeah, that can't be stated enough times. Feel everything. Everything. Yeah, everything. Because it's all there. And guys, again, it's benosterveld.com to find out more information yeah. about those retreats. And yeah. also Instagram is a great place to connect with Ben. And ben, I've learned a great deal. And as expected, this has been high energy and a lot of fun and real. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining me here today. You've made it very easy, Tomas, and I and I appreciate you, and I appreciate you letting me, you know, be real. Thank you. Oh yeah, it's been my pleasure, guys. And this has been Ben Osterveld here on Decide to Transform. Again, make sure you connect with Ben. Ben Osterveld. Yeah, send me a message if you love this. Love to hear from you. I'm I'm real deal. I'll uh, I'll even respond. And I got people that monitor some of my stuff, but I. You know, it's for real. Like it's, I'm looking. I'm, I'm just really serious about finding the tribe. Yeah, yeah. And if if that's you, then give Ben a call. Reach out to him on Instagram. Check out his website, and he's looking forward to speaking with all of you. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us here today. <laughs>